0: Hello. Hello. We are back with the premiere episode of Hannah B's season of The Bachelorette. My name is Ariel and I'm the daughter. Oh, and I'm Marsha. I'm the mother. And we're the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. As far as we know. Should we hop right into this week's premiere episode? You betcha. I actually thought that this premiere was one of the better premieres. I often get bored during the premiere because I'm like, Mm -hmm. gosh, these introductions are taking forever. And like, I don't know, some people just are so like kind of gross and icky or like boring or they all look the same. There weren't too many really gimmicky in limo entrances this time. They were all just on? really nervous. Yeah, most of them were just kind of normal and tried, they came up with a hokey line or something, you know, to tell her, but they didn't have too many gimmicks. There was nobody in a real costume. You could argue that Matt Donald's hat was sort of costumey, but there was nobody in a real costume. And the box king. The box king was, yeah. I like the box king. But we'll I don't there. like the box king. We'll get, get used to him because I bet he's in paradise. Oh, crap. <laughs> Well, his intro will be so easy to do. He'll jump out of a box on the beach, you know. <laughs> we'll have to. Have a whole that's how sh- they pick people—is just who would be the easiest. The person easiest to life. do their campy intro. <laughs> before once the season's over and before Paradise starts, we'll have to do a whole show about what we think their little campy intro is going to be. <laughs> That'd be cute. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Hannah B is our bachelorette, and that's mm-hmm. very exciting. And um, the show started with her a a review of her learning that she was the Bachelorette, just like we saw on After the Final Rose. Um, She's on her cell phone with Chris Harrison. She's FaceTiming. Yeah, FaceTiming with Chris Harrison and just flips out. And she she goes and tells her parents, which I didn't know she lived with her parents. I didn't know that. Well, that makes sense. She's really young and stuff. She is really young. And Um, her parents were suitably happy for her. Yeah, even her dad looked happy, yeah. which I feel like most dads would be like, oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Bachelor. They look like nice parents. Did she have any siblings? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they mentioned any. Um, and it showed her walking around her universe. That's where she went to school, right? Alibi? Yeah. Yeah. Escaloosa. Yeah, so she, they showed Vincent her walking died. around her university, which, by the way, Mom just told me this week, do you want to share your fun fact that I didn't know about Hannah B? What was it? she's not as dumb as we think she is. Oh, yeah, she graduated magna cum laude from her university. So, apparently, she's, like, if she's not, like, street smart, she at least is educated and, like, works hard for her education, which is cool. Which is awesome. Yeah, way to go, way to go, be. And don't forget, normally, the bachelorette comes in, we already know a little bit about her and her family because she's in the top four, and we've seen her hometown and her family before, but... This is the first time we've actually gotten a glimpse into Hannah B's family and where she's yeah. from. So that was, you know, refreshing. And she and Chris Harrison had a um, a nice little trip around her town visiting different places and people that were important to Hannah Lecter. Yeah, like the hardware store dude. <laughs> I don't even remember the hardware store Yeah, <laughs> Chris Harrison and, and Hannah B go into like an Ace Hardware or something and the guy like working there is like, yeah, we're uh, we're very proud of her. Yeah, she's going to do a great job. Yeah. And I'm like, why does she go to the hardware store? <laughs> Everybody has to go to the hardware store now and then. I think I only go to the hardware store maybe once every, like, two or three years. <laughs> well, maybe it's different in Tuscaloosa. Maybe she's got to go to the hardware store to buy supplies for building her crowns or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's how pageants work. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, and, and we then, see where she had her first pageant and yeah. just a mm-hmm. little just a little insight into Hannah B. And um,
1: they
0: also showed her as a dance teacher teaching a bunch of little little girls, which was cute but very staged. Yeah, but cute, yeah. Um, she talked about, you know, she did her cute little thing where she says I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, that was probably my favorite part. I forgot about that. Because usually they show like the dramatic shots of them just walking, and you're like, they're like trying to look natural and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like every season, it's stupid because you're like, like, obviously, they took like 10 takes of them walking on this bridge. Yeah. And then they actually show Hannah being like, this is kind of stupid. Like, I don't know what what? (laughs) we're doing this for. Which I thought was really funny because that's what I think every time they do it every season. Yeah. But her big kind of shtick and message um, for her as the Bachelorette is she's always wanted to be perfect and always tried to be perfect. But but, she isn't. But she isn't. And she's finally come to realize that perfection is something that, um, you know, you can strive for but never um, achieve and that she wants to have a wonderful season but she knows it will be imperfect and they showed a clip of her and Colton from Colton's season um, where Colton sort of reassured her and says you don't have to be perfect I want to know all the all the good bad and ugly things about you and um, you know that's kind of where they're coming from and that's a story. And I think that's a really nice and relatable um, story for them to kind of go to, go with for her, which is, yeah. I think, nice. And it's, it's a nice little change of pace from the past few bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. Who have a sob story or whatever. Who have a sob story or were boring or were so. Or someone like, like Rachel who had the extra mantle of being the first black bachelorette, yeah. you know. So for the past few, they've, the past few okay like jojo um like jojo was just super super pretty and kind of like a like a bros girl but like that was kind of it like there wasn't much else there not super relatable but still a good bachelorette mm-hmm. and then rachel had was as the first black bachelorette had all this like extra pressure to like really really be tough but also not come across as angry and stuff right she had, yeah. and her edit wasn't always particularly favorable either. Unfortunately, yeah, and she's been outspoken about that since. Yep, good for her. Which, yeah, good for her. And then Becca, who is only Bachelorette because Ari's a jerk, was just kind of boring. <laughs> I like, love Becca, but yeah, she's just your kind of. She's just you average, know, Minnesota. Lovely Minnesota. Young woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Hannah B, I'm I'm really looking forward to. it. At first, I was kind of like, oh geez, yeah, Hannah me going to be the Bachelorette. But she's I, so far. I'm really enjoying. I'm her. I'm really enjoying her too. I don't think we've had a bachelorette that's been as real and quote vulnerable um, since Caitlyn Bristow. Yeah, I think so too. So this will be this will be a good season, I think. But yeah. should we hop right in? We spent a lot of time talking about the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Well, the last thing they transition from Tuscaloosa to Los Angeles, and they show oh yeah, they show Hannah driving around Los Angeles. I think she's in a convertible. And she says something along the line of, I don't know what I'm doing, but bring on the man. (laughs) Oh, I I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about the fact that, um, I was thinking about Demi and Katie helping her get ready. I thought that's what you were going to talk about. And I was. Demi and Katie come and help her get her beautiful, glam dress on and um, give her hugs and support and relay that they love Hannah B. Lecter because she is so real and relatable and easy to talk to and be around yeah um, but yeah so they show the little beginning videos and this year there are a lot of videos of kind of like selfie phone videos yeah. of them on the in the airport and them packing and kind of just like I guess with social media and stuff they're trying because they did that kind of with Colton season two with his vlogs I yeah. think they're trying to bring in more of a social media. They're trying to go younger. They're trying to get a younger audience. (laughs) Even though those videos aren't going on social media, it's obvious that they're from their phones. And it's like, oh, these people use their phones. We should follow them on Instagram. Right. So, yeah. So they do this little montage of several of the guys getting ready to come um, meet Hannah. Ryan, Dustin, Cam, John Paul Jones, (laughs) and Garrett. There's probably a couple others I didn't write down, but a bunch of them. They show with their little, you know, phones, saying goodbye to their family, getting on the plane, and coming to Los Angeles. Yeah. My, I like, who, was it Dustin, who's the one with the nose ring? Is that Dustin? Yeah. Dustin was cuddling with his dog before he left, Aww. which I thought was pretty cute. His dog gave him a fat kiss. I like Dustin. It was cute. Um, that was, oh, and then um, they also had... So those were the selfie videos and then they also had like the normal video packages. Right, the intro packages for four or five like, guys. Yeah, like where we first met Joe. They were high- In his grocery store last year. Yes, last year. Last year. But they uh they were highly entertaining. They're, the people that had those were uh the, let's see what I wrote down. Yeah, started with our friend Tyler C who is like <laughs> my favorite he, one. He is a crackup for being a splat effect and um, sort of sleepy eyed as he is, he's really funny and goofy. <laughs> yeah. So he's a contractor and it shows him in like a house that he's building. And then he goes, Yeah, I'm a contractor, but like my passions dance. And then he starts doing like a Kevin Bacon a Kevin Bacon loose dance. Tribute. Let's <laughs> just say tribute. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. I it was hilarious. It was one of the there are lots of moments of this episode where I was like laughing out loud at how ridiculous it, not yeah. ridiculous, but it was just really funny. But you know, I think Tyler C was actually in on the joke, despite yeah. his sort of even, you know I think he was too. I don't think he, it was I don't think he was being serious. Yeah. I think he I think he was joking around. Which, I mean, I think when he was dancing he was actually thinking about how he was gonna you know he was thinking yeah. about what he was doing. <laughs> really serious <laughs> about the moves, but I think the overall thing he was in on the joke. At least, yeah. at least I hope so. Yeah, if he wasn't then he's probably pretty dumb. <laughs> but he definitely I'm in, almost positive he was in on it. I get that people think Tyler C's super handsome and stuff. I don't really get that from him. I, I'm inclined to like him, but I don't get like oh hubba hubba at all from him. But I don't either, but he seems really likable. Yeah. And maybe it's one of those things that's it's like, Oh, maybe they're more handsome in person. In person, exactly. You know? Exactly. Um and, and I think Hannah B was that way last year. I think that, you know, I think that they've kind of prepped her up and prettified her, but I think she had some skin problems and stuff last season. And oh yeah, she did. Yeah. And I think when she, that when they were, cause they went to a lot of humid locations. I mm-hmm. think, I think her, she, maybe her skin just doesn't do well in humidity. Right. Right. So I think she's probably, and I think that's why more, they went to dry. It looks like they're going to drier places yeah. <laughs> this year. <laughs> <Hopefully. so. laughs> I mean, mostly, but yeah, I think she didn't strike me as as gorgeous at first as I see her now. So, yeah. Um, and then who's after Tyler? Who's um, I have um, Pete. No, that's not. I can't Peter? Wait. No, Peter was the last person. Oh, no, that was his package. Yeah, yeah his He's package. the last out of the limo, but he had so, a package. Peter, Peter, 27, from Westlake, California. Pilot number Peter. He looks like Ben. So I think since Ben's getting old, they're like, oh, gee, he's got to find someone else to show up at every single event ever. Yeah, he's got that kind of and he's got that baby kindness face. and yeah. the baby face. The sincerity. Yeah, and he uh, he's a pilot, and they show him flying a plane, and he flies over the mansion, and he's like, I can't wait to, like, some weekends just me and Hannah just fly aways together somewhere and, like, go on a little weekend trip. Yeah. His, and his, it didn't seem fake or corny at all. It seemed like he really was, like, looking yeah. forward to that. It was really cute. His big sort of shtick was he's spontaneous and has a sense of adventure, and he can tell she does too, and I think he's probably right. Yeah, um, Mike was the third. Oh, Mike was the third. Mike's my favorite. (laughs) I love Mike. It's hard hard not to love Mike. Mike has an infectious smile and a sincerity about him that's really easy to relate to. Yeah, the first thing you notice about him is a smile, but then like the rest of him's perfect too. Like, and it shows him. He's like. Yeah, he, well, I'm a, 30, and like I've been really focused on my work for a long time. Is so. he 30? Is he that old? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he's an Air Force veteran too. Which I think yeah, he also yeah he also is a veteran, which is cool. Um, so thank you, Mike. Thanks for your service, um, Mike. But he currently he's a portfolio manager. Which yeah, which I don't know what that means. I but. think that means he's a stockbroker financial advisor type person okay but basically he's like i've been working really hard to like establish myself in my career so i haven't really had time to date Mm -hmm. because that's got to be the reason because look at him like he's gorgeous like (laughs) who wouldn't date him but um if we if we didn't say so we didn't and if you don't know mike is our first black guy he's our first person of color uh for the video packages for the video packages yeah yeah there were a couple that had the selfie videos earlier. Oh, absolutely, yes. But um, he'll also be our first person of color that comes out during the Limbus. And he may too. very well be our first Black Bachelor, which so far I'm in favor of. Yeah. So and gotta he, get you a little better. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm really excited to go meet Hannah. Like, this is gonna be awesome. But first, I have to go say, uh, Goodbye to the first person I ever fell in love with, and it's his great grandma who he, does not look old enough to be his great grandma. No, but and she, he brings her flowers. He brings and her flowers, and she's, she's she's like half his height. <laughs> yeah, really and he's like, "Do you have any advice for me?" And she is like, "Just listen to her." And I was like, "That's pretty good advice but exactly. I feel like guys don't get enough." <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. She, she also <laughs> she she tells him to choose a happy lady and um, to listen. Right. And he tells her, well, I've got big ears for a reason, so yeah. uh, I'll do that, Grandma. <laughs> and uh, then it goes to the next video, but Mike's my favorite so far, so... <laughs> um, oh, Grandma also, you know, she also says, you need to know that you're going to be wrong sometimes, so suck it up. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yes. And he he tells his great-grandma that he'll bring her his lady if everything works out okay. Aww. So they can, yeah, was adorable. We love Mike. Um... Okay, so maybe next guy we don't love quite as much. But I like him. His name's Joe from Chicago, another Joe from Chicago. The box. The box, king. box king. But hey, lightning does not strike twice. Normally They tried to get a this, this literally Joe, a guy named Joe from Chicago yeah. with an accent. Not the same as our beloved grocery store Joe, but I do like him. I think he was fun. He was fun. I thought he was a little annoying. He's a little over the top. But, you know, they show him in his box company. You need a box? Here's a box. You can have a box for this and a yeah. box for that. He's like, I got a box for I everything. Got a, I got a box for all <laughs> you needs. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. I liked Joe with his melons better. Yeah. It was still really cute, though. And they showed his strong Italian family. They were making meatballs, and he, you started, know, doing what Italians do. That's what, well, yeah, it's kind of stereotypical, but it was sweet. And, and I wrote down that he ended off by saying, "I hope I get the, I hope I get the last rose." So. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Sorry, Joe. My also, family. I feel like it's, everyone always calls it the final rose, so even though last and final mean the same thing, yeah, was- I always feel weird. I'm like, what's the last rose? That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Stupid. <laughs> and then the next guy is my favorite. I love this guy. It's old Matt Donald. Old Matt Donald. Mm-hmm. It shows him at home, um, and he... Uh, is with his family and uh he lives in a deaf household yeah so he's he, like he's the only hearing person in his household yeah or that's what it seemed like that's what it seemed like they he only mentioned say that, he only know. mentioned his brother and his parent right um so maybe he has a hearing sister too but i'm taking asl right now so i thought that was pretty interesting and yeah. i w- would have liked to see him around more and they showed him signing um with his family And he's also from, originally from Alabama and they're huge Crimson Tide fans. So, and he, oh, and I, I, just a a quick aside. I saw a video, um, I think it was on Twitter, where Glamour Magazine came and talked about all the gentlemen about, not all the gentlemen, but several of the guys about what they were packing to bring to meet Hannah. And he had a whole collection of Roll Tide merchandise (laughs) that he had packed up and he was ready to go. And so I just I just fell in love with he, him. it was so and he also had brought like in the same glamour video. He had brought like the things he had packed were like a book on love languages yes. and like uh oh, an antiperspirant for and, his sweaty palm. <laughs> yeah, he brought antiperspirant for his sweaty palm. He is so and adorable. He like, really seemed to like Based off what he was packing and the way he talked about packing, it seemed like he really did want to like. He really cared about get her. married. Yeah, he really cared about getting to know her. He, he was it really was trying so hard. Cute, and I loved him so much. And he, apparently, he watched this the show with his family, and they watched together for a long time. So, yeah, I love you, Matt. Don't go away. <laughs> but uh, next is Connor. Oh, Connor J. He is our Asian um, person. I think he has his dad. Every year there's just one Asian. It's like. Too bad we, yeah. Why, yeah. why can't we have a few more? Can you not ABC? bring in a few more? Like. Yeah. That would be pleasant, wouldn't it? I mean, I loved um, Venmo John last year. This guy's got a similar. Venmo John made it so far last year. Yeah, too. He did. Right? Well, I hope this guy does so good. <laughs> I thought he was going to go home the first night. Because to be honest, he had the worst headshot in the original um, you know, batch of headshots that came out and I was like oh this poor guy he's going home right away. But he was charming and he was just really lovely. The mom's from Hong Kong. Grandma was married. Grandma has, his grandma has been married 50 years he said. So So, and it just his video is just him hanging with his fam. Yeah. so he seems like a great guy. Yeah. Next. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Luke P <laughs> who I have designated his nickname to be Luke P. Uke. Because he's, he's gross. Sorry, my best friend likes him, but I think that's just because he's cute. Sorry. I, you know, on after uh, the, But I, I don't even think he's cute. Well, like. I think he's cute. He has got he works on his body really, obviously, you know. He's got a weird devil um, chin, chin. Super pointy chin. But he kind of covers it up with his little, you know, fake-o facial hair. But and after the final rose, I actually really liked him. He was the first one out, and after the final rose, and he... Just he's he establishes really good eye contact with her. He has this ability to really look at her and see her, and I think she likes that. But we, the audience, see stuff that Hannah Lecter doesn't see, like the sneak peeks for future episodes, <laughs> <laughs> and his in, his intro package. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So his intro package. Oh, he's really? like, yeah. So, uh. You know, I think I'm a pretty handsome guy. A, like he knows he's hot, right? <laughs> yeah, and he's like in college. Like I took advantage of how hot people thought I was because I knew I was hot. But Which then, is gross. Why did you yeah. say that in front of a camera? <laughs> First of all, anyone that thinks that about themselves gross. Um, especially if they use the term taking advantage of that, yeah. like. Okay. So gross. basically he was banging a bunch of girls in college, and then he had a spiritual <laughs> epiphany. He's he's in the shower, kind of like Colton does, like mm, a lot of... Very colton He's in the shower, and they get a shot of him in the shower, and he says, I found Jesus in the shower. <laughs> I'm oh like, maybe that's just... if you If there's someone in your shower that you don't know, like... <laughs> maybe you should, like, I don't think he literally found bad. Jesus in the shower. I think he figuratively found Jesus in the shower. <laughs> he didn't specify, so he could, Well, okay, fair some enough. Some stranger may have been in the shower, and he'd be like, Oh, I'm fine with getting in the shower. and then Yeah, he was, so, like, Well, actually, he said God spoke to him in the shower. Okay. So maybe Jesus wasn't in the shower, it was God. Yeah. But still, be wary if you find somebody in your shower you don't know. And spiritual, Even if they're a deity. Spiritual epiphanies are like all cool and stuff, but like, yeah, to no, have no, no, Your spiritual epiphany be stop being a douchebag. <laughs> like, you should at least like Loopy. keep to it. <laughs> Loopy, stop being a douchebag. <laughs> find a wife. It's <laughs> <was> like, Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's so ridiculous. And then the very next scene, um, they show him reading his Bible. That Bible looks like it has never been opened before. It is a pristine, beautiful Bible. Yeah. But, you know who knows. But he did just have his epiphany, so maybe yes, maybe he's still working on reading that Bible. Yeah. So and then he talks about how his sister his sister in law nominated him for the show, and we talked about this on a previous episode that I had read. An article from his hometown paper about how his sister-in-law, how they had been watching the Bachelorette, and he fell in love with Hannah and wanted her to be the Bachelorette, and the sister-in-law nominated him, et cetera, et cetera. And the sister-in-law and brother have a brand new baby. So then, the baby became the focus of the next part of his little video package. Yeah, and this baby can't be more than a couple months old, and he's like obsessed with it. Yeah, which is, you know, is good. Like, no, that's should... fine. It's good. He's a good uncle. Good for him. But he, they take this baby, and the, he props the baby up on his bed while he's packing his stuff to go to, to the bachelorette show. <laughs> and then he grabs the baby and puts it in the suitcase. <laughs> and he's like, this will make me a winner for sure. <laughs> but, the, I mean, the baby can't even hold her head up. She has no idea what's happening. She can't even, she, she can't even focus on him. Her eyes are all over the place. <laughs> her little head's, like, at this awkward, horrible angle. And you're like, oh, my gosh, pick up that baby. Take care of that baby, you <laughs> idiot. But anyway... So Luke Peake is on his way to meet Hannah. And is that all of them? That's all I have here. Hannah uh, gets in her little limo after talking with uh, Demi and Katie, and she shows up at the mansion. She looks absolutely gorgeous. She's wearing this beautiful silver sparkly dress with a super high slit. It looks like she's going to wear stuff with lots of high slits this yeah, season. Yeah, it does. It looks like the maybe the same designer a few times. Very similar. Stuff. Yeah, and I. I think slit dresses are super pretty, so... Oh, she was gorgeous. She looked absolutely stunning. Flawless. Chris Harrison looked pretty happy to see her, which was nice. Um, and she starts meeting her deeds. Yeah, she um, she tells Chris, I think they high-five if I remember, she's not going to be perfect, and her greatest fear is these guys, she's going to keep it 100% real, and she's afraid that these guys, some of them might not be 100% real, and that's her greatest fear. She says... He says, you want to meet some Southern guys or something like that. She says, Southern's comfortable, but it hasn't worked so far. <laughs> she sort of self-soothes herself along the way, saying, it's okay, it's okay, it's going to be okay. Yeah. So the first guy out, the limos, the limos of the men start showing up. Do you remember who the first guy out is? Uh, was it Jen? It was Garrett. Garrett, Okay. Garrett was, it's always interesting to see who the first guy they feature is because I'm pretty sure they don't go in the exact order that when they showed up in real life that in the show. That's not oh, the exact for sure, order. they they re they re edit it to yeah, like they they just order them in significant ways. So the fact that Garrett's the first guy that gets out of the car, I think that means he'll stick around for at least a little while. Um, he is from Birmingham, Alabama, so that's a good start, and I noticed that when he first meets her, his little twang is, he sounds a lot more southern accent-wise when he first meets her than when he's in the house, so I thought that was interesting. I think he kind of poured on the accent a little bit when he first met her. I didn't notice that at all. I still don't know who he is. I am like he looks, a, I think he looks like Dean and you don't really think he looks like I don't him. think he looks anything like Dean, but I like recognize him when I see it. Mm-hmm. He's a golf pro from Alabama and he made a golf Oh, a he's he's Troy Bolton. Oh, that's right. <laughs> We were going to call him Troy Cause for now because we hate the name Garrett because of past last the, year. Okay, I'll remember him better now, now that he's Troy Bolton. <laughs> he's, he's, golf the, he's the assistant golfer. It's, he's not even a real golfer. No, he's, he's the, the assistant, assistant golf, golf pro. pro. And he makes a So joke. he's Troy Bolton in High School Musical, too. That's right. He's gonna. He says, I know you're going to meet a lot of bogeys, but I hope I'll be your hole in one. Which is a little weird, but... Yeah, it sounded like okay. it could be, like, provocative, but right. I don't know what it would have, like... Men. right you know it's <laughs> golf stuff so but he's cool I, I i'm okay with him i know you're iffy on him but i'm mostly iffy just because i don't like the name garrett which is pretty <laughs> i used to really like the name garrett and then pretty bad <laughs> next out of the limo is our friend mike who we've already fallen in love with yes mike is third and you know like Third one's the charming one, right? <laughs> no, he's second. Gareth's first and then Mike's second. Oh, he's yeah, second? Yeah. Oh, then second's the best. And so I think that's a power spot too to come in second. Yeah. And he tells her she smells good and he says he's about he the seems, five C's. And he seems really nervous too, which yeah. me, which makes me think that he really is like. Because yeah, some reasons. of them, some of them seem nervous, but it, they don't seem nervous like because of her. Right. They seem nervous because of like they're on TV. Right. But I think he really was because he later was like, "You're really pretty." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he taught. I didn't write down what the five C's were, but he talked there about were, the five C's. Uh, like charismatic, uh, character, character, charm. I don't know what they were. We should. I should have written them down. But he basically told her that, you know, he's a, you know, he's a stand-up guy because he has all these C words that, you know, describe him. Yeah. And then he ends it with saying, also, I wanted to tell you that you're really pretty. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm glad you think that. That'd be awkward if you didn't. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez, you're already being awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, <laughs> just let him compliment you. Yeah. Number three out of the the limo is Jed, 25, from Nashville. He's our singer-songwriter with a guitar. Yeah. Scruffy scruffy white guy with a guitar. (laughs) He's like every contestant on American Idol ever. (laughs) Yeah. He says his parents taught him to shine inside and out, and he can't wait to get to know her heart. Yeah. And she seemed really into him yeah she liked him she liked him a lot I think she was he was one of the ones that she like commented on after he went inside right. Right. like oh I liked him or something yeah. like that um our next guy is Tyler C the Kevin Bacon dancing guy Kevin Bacon <laughs> we should just call him that <laughs> Kevin Bacon. um he looks, I don't know, he sort of looks stoned to me. He just has a sort of Oh, for eyed, sure. He does. Droopy-eyed, casual. He looks like a frat boy, mm-hmm. which is, like, that's, a weird thing to see like on that's the... that's what I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote frat boy, underline. Which, it's kind of a weird thing to see on The Bachelor, because they usually do get older people. Mm-hmm. But I think this season, the oldest person's, like, 33 or something. Yeah, I think Joey, with the, with the hair part, is 33. And, uh... And everyone else is really young, so a lot of these people did just like get out of college, and like he really does look like he just came like from the frat house. Not that that's like bad, but also, and it it's age appropriate for her, I guess. Right, right. But, like I, well, yeah, I don't really get him yet, but I do like the fact that I just like his dancing introduction. I think I think he's in on the joke, and I I think I, he'll I, be likable. I think he will too. I think I think I'm like. Next is our guy Dylan. Whose dad we know from San Yeah, Dylan, <laughs> we know your dad. We don't really know your dad. Go back and listen to our cast bio. <laughs> well, we could. It could be. It could be. It, it could be. be. It's a long shot. Mom's, okay, if you didn't listen to our first episode, mom saw Dylan's uh, headshot. headshot. She said, That guy looks like some guy that I used to work with at the county. And the county was San Diego County, which is where Dylan's from. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and. Uh, the dad got married like it, a year before I was born. Right. And so, Dylan's just like a year older than me. So. Right. So that's why we, we just like Dylan because we feel like we know him. Yeah. We know I, your dad. Now, this may be an unpopular opinion, but he was, I liked what he was wearing. He was dressed in a white dinner coat, very Casablanca, you know. It was very Casablanca, but also I think like, t- like, if, you, if you've never seen Casablanca, it kind of looked like, more like he was a waiter. Like he was going to take your order. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I really but thought I thought he, he looked, looked nice. And, and he, he stood out. out. Yeah. He stood out. He stood out. I think he's going to be fun. Um, they look like they like each other already is what I wrote down. Yeah. I think he's going to get friends up, but I think that um, he'll stick around. I think he'll go to paradise for sure. Next is our um, Asian contestant. Oh no, Connor S. That's the one. He's the he's the white guy, right? The really tall, young-looking one. Yeah. Oh yeah, he jumps over the fence for her. So she's standing there, and she hears this voice saying, Hannah! <gasps> Hannah! And all of a sudden, the dude jumps over the fence, and he runs really awkwardly toward her. Yeah, his runs stupid, and his. I'm sorry, but Connor, you you just can't jump a fence like Colton can. Well, That's we okay. all know. We all know. But he had a step stool or a ladder right. so or something well, on the other the one side. Of the her, he's the guy that brought her a step stool oh, yes. after the final room. So he it's probably... probably that same detailed step stool. He hopped on and then strung, pulled himself over. There's probably producers shoving his butt, you know, to get over the fence. It's Chris Harrison. <laughs> Chris Harrison's like, oh, man, you're a heavy ball. So he jumps the fence and Hannah goes, oh, there's already someone jumping fences for me. Yeah. Which is something that they like. Teased in the same crazy yeah, yeah. But he seems nice. He he looks he, like he's twelve though, so yeah. it's like he's like this child in this really tall, gangly body. And I wrote down that he um he he runs stupid. He does run stupid. I agree. <laughs> but um, she likes him, you know. Uh, who's next? Is oh, I wrote down I wrote down Rwanda there. Is that the one that we think looks like the character? Oh yeah, she is. Like- <laughs> He looks like the guy from Dead Poet Society. Who renames himself Rwanda. I, I don't think he's. I don't think that's exactly the right name because Rwanda is like a country, but it's something oh. like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Wakanda and it's not Rwanda, but it's something like that. The guy from Dead Poet Society, who he, he like re-names, the, yeah, himself yeah, renames himself and like does poetry and stuff. So Connor kind of looks like that guy. Um, and then there's next up is Devin, who's he's, the guy with the nose ring. No, wait, uh, wait, Dustin's wait. the guy with the nose ring. Oh, wait. Devin Devin's the guy who's Will's oh, friend. They have almost the same name. Yeah. Okay, Devin is Will's friend. But his intro was not very good. His his no, introduction of himself. It fell flat. Sorry, Devin. I like yeah. you, but he's he, Like, he comes up to Hannah and he's like, just so you know, I'm a virgin. And then she goes, okay. Like, being understanding and stuff because she's not an awful person. And then he goes, just kidding. But that's, like, not a... Funny jokes. No, so it just it felt like it just didn't work. But he's, we, you know, he seems like a likable guy all the same. Our next guy. Oh, he's gonna be so good. He's gonna be fun to watch. John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones comes up and he says, "Hey, Hannah. Uh, my name's John Paul Jones. My uh, my friends, friends call, call me John, John Paul Jones, Paul and, uh, so you can call me. You can John call me Paul John Paul Jones. Paul Jones." That's all he says. He doesn't let her talk at all. He just says, "Oh, you can go. i will see you inside." And then he runs off. And she's like, it's like a tornado came. John Paul Jones of, you know, mass destruction. I'm um, John Paul Jones and he's off. He seems really nervous, but he he does what he needs to do, which is establish his memorability. Yeah. And we were watching it with Jack, my son Jack, and he's like, oh, that guy's smart. She will not forget that guy. And he's right. More importantly, like for longevity's sake, we won't forget that guy. Right, right. Well, he's he's memorable in other ways besides just his name, because it was sort of surfer boy thing, mm-hmm. you know. I, yeah, anyway. So the next guy I really liked, uh, his name's Brian. He's the 30-year-old math teacher. Um, I didn't write down where he's from. But he was sort of giggly and goofy, and I don't know. He didn't seem very masculine. No, he didn't. <laughs> we were watching the show, and um, Jack goes, that guy is not straight, right? <laughs> <laughs> I really liked him. Especially, um, I don't think he had a package on the show, but it's been on, he has a video package that they didn't show on the show, but they showed on Twitter. And he's like a math teacher, so he's in his classroom, and he's got his protractor and his ruler, and he says, These are my weapons of math destruction. Which I thought was really cute. That was nerdy. I know it's nerdy, but Can I you like believe him. that this guy had to get a long term substitute to come be on the show? I know I thought, you, know, really. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, you gotta wonder about I wondered about that too. Like Anyways. did he call him and be like, Listen, I have a broken neck. <laughs> Can you please get me a long term substitute? But he was just giggly and nervous and he didn't press her unfortunately. Did he go home? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> that long term sub's going to need to get into <laughs> another job. Another yeah. job. So, the next guy is a guy named Scott. And he seems. Oh. He's not. He's super, the least cute guy. He's not super attractive. Well, he's attractive because they all are, but the least of the batch. And he just seems insincere and yucky. And more on him later. He seems he seems really nervous when he introduces himself. Right. To and her. all these guys now are this is really quick succession. So these are guys who don't really have gimmicks. They just come up and introduce themselves to yeah. her. So Scott's followed by Matteo who says she took his breath away. He's super cute. Yeah, Matteo's really cute. Followed by Darren who's also very handsome. Kind of clay harbor vibes, I think from Darren. Mhm. 25 and he goes the wrong way into the house which Yeah. his his claim to fame. And then Tyler G um, is a square faced, you know, scruffy white guy who says, "I don't even know who Tyler G is." <laughs> he's yeah, he. It's hard to remember. Um, he says that she, he has been dreaming about her since. You know, she became the bachelorette, so she's literally the girl of his dreams. That's creepy. Drop him. She needs to drop him. He stays, though. I thought that was weird. He yeah, was what speaking. the I heck? That's get gross. Rid of That's stalkerish. I don't, I don't want know. you dreaming about me before you me. He might be alright. We'll see. Then Thomas. He's really handsome. He's got a little gap in his tooth, and he's a handsome guy. He's some sort of athlete. Um, but he goes home, so we don't really see anything else about him. Matthew says he's 23, but he looks like he's 33. He looks like he's 53. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I don't. He looks better than I do, and I'm 53. <clears throat> um, he's a car bid spotter, whatever that means. I guess his family is like a has a auction business. So he doesn't. He works for his mom, <laughs> yeah, basically. So, so that's what I can. I don't know for sure, but that's what I get. Then. We see a little forklift slowly pull up the driveway. <laughs> Beep. Beep. Forklifts move so Beep. slowly, too. So, you know, Beep. poor Hannah had to be standing there for 20 Forever. minutes, yeah. at least, while this forklift came in, dropped Drops the box, this dog, big box, leaves, and then who knows how long he was waiting in the box before he, like, jumps out. That would be so claustrophobic in there. I mean, because the, there's popcorn. There's popcorn in it. too. there. There had, there had to be enough popcorn so that his head was, like, above the popcorn. You know, but he was in there a long time, too. It must have, I yeah. would have been totally freaked out to be in a box of popcorn. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, like, so, kudos to him for at least having an original idea. They drop off the box, and he jumps out, and she gets really scared. Like, ah! Which leads me to expect that, like, he was probably in there for, like, a long time. You know? like, Because yeah. otherwise, if they dropped off, and then the forklift left, and then she, like, he jumped, she wouldn't have been scared. Right. Because she would have seen it coming. I mean, you know, you know that there's a person in the box because you know what's good, but you just, and then you anticipate that that scare, and that makes it more scary. And when he finally jumps out, she's like doubled over on the ground like, ah! You know, and you know, he comes out and you know, I I hope I checked all your boxes. (laughs) (laughs) I liked him. I know you didn't like him. You know. It's very gimmicky. It It was it was gimmicky. It was if nothing producer, else producer like manufactured driven. yeah if if nothing else he promoted his company you know but he didn't say what it was i think he did in his package oh anyways so after joe we get joey and he's the one he's the guy with the i think he's really cute he's the oldest one at 33 and he comes out with a car seat with a blanket over it and they play the oh, oh yeah da, 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 da music and he says, you know, this is what our future will be, but until then and he pulls the blanket away and there's a bottle of champagne, which they, we'll which they in, drink. And she seems buy. pretty stoked. Yeah. He was cute. Not yeah, she wasn't so stoked on him, but as so much as like the like gift he bestowed. Yeah, exactly. She was ready for that. <clears throat> and then our our other Connor is next. He's our um our Asian guy and he speaks French to her and she just looks completely confused. She's like, Okay yeah, <laughs> and then he goes inside, which is—it's nice that he's like is multilingual, though. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, you know, he tells her how beautiful she is, and that he's American, but he speaks French, and you know, it's—it was nice, but it fell flat with Hannah. If Hannah had spoken French, it probably would have gone better. Then we get this guy coming on roller skates, flailing his arms about, going "Roll Tide! Hold oh, on. And that's Ryan, twenty-five, the good. roller boy. And um my friend Ryan, who I, I watched this show with him and his sister Annie. Hey. Hi. And um he goes, when this Ryan guy comes up on the roller skates, he goes, No guy named Ryan is ever gonna win this day <laughs> show. Uh then we get Hunter He's he's not wearing a tie when he gets there, but he has one in his pocket, and he makes a little comment about how they can tie the knot together. Um, he gets almost no time and goes. Yeah, away. I don't even remember that he's a professional surfer apparently, but yeah, he does not. He's unfortunately completely glossed over. Um, the next few are kind of glossed over. Yeah, for sure. But oh well, Grant is ugh, Grant is my oh. least favorite of them, unless that may be for puke. Um, he, uh, he's the one that is, un- his, his crying is unemployed and there's nothing wrong with being unemployed, but it's one thing to be unemployed another thing to be really proud of that and like, oh, oh just brag about it. So he's coming, his mouth is full. He's eating a hot dog and he speaks to her with his mouth full and says, this is going to be a sausage fest mm-hmm. and I relish the time we'll spend together. I'll catch up with you inside. He's carrying around a mustard bottle. Ugh. Yuck! It's super gross. He's gross, and he isn't even like cute. He's so. not that handsome, and I think he gets pretty wasted inside the house too, which we'll talk about later because he doesn't want to help Hannah when she's at her lowest. So a big loser. Don't can't understand why she had him stay around. Yuck. Next is Jonathan. He's this guy that delivers pizza. Oh yeah, that was, she seemed pretty excited about the pizza too. She looked really hungry. Yeah, she was like, I don't ah. blame her. Um, and then next is Kevin. Yeah, well, yeah, Jonathan. just the quick pun on Jonathan's part was yeah. he wants to give her a pizza his heart. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I can't, if there's a pun, I can't help it, I gotta say it. <laughs> yeah, next is Kevin, and he comes out with six or seven footballs and drops them on the ground and talks about how he's, he befumbled that introduction. Yeah, and she says, ah, you used my word! You used my word! <laughs> yeah, and that was cute. Um. Uh, oh, then puke. Oh, oh right. this was freaking disgusting. Okay, so, Luke P. Luke. I, I don't like him. I'm sorry. Luke P. You. He climbs out the, uh, like, top of the limo mm. and starts, like, roaring and stuff, which is, like, kind of aggressive and, like, not attractive. Like, I agree. And in itself, like, that's kind of, like, ew. And then he walks up to her. And she gets she gets it right away. She's like, oh, "Hey, Hannah Beast, that's me," and, and she recognizes him from after the final verse. Yeah. She says, oh, hey, Luke. And um, she, he goes like, "Listen, I know you're Hannah Beast, but I'm King of the Jungle, and I want you to be my queen." Yeah. And I'm like, "That's a disgusting pickup line. At best, if you're lucky, you can be my prince consort. But like, you're <laughs> you're not my king. Yeah. Like, sit back down. I'm my own person." <laughs> and she seems to like it. She likes him. It was so gross. I immediately, like, cringed at that. And I was... And I, you know, yes, we've seen him in the previews. He looks like he's going to be an aggressive guy. He's the guy that found God in the shower. And, you know, he just... Even though he's not aggressive yet, things like... Little things like that that are just slightly misogynistic, I just... I can't stand Yeah, He's awful. It's so gross. And there are little things that I get why people wouldn't pick up on it right away. Yeah. But it's just, like, really, really aggressive and, yeah, like, little tiny red flags that I can see how cool. Hannah might not notice right away. And in the package, well, I knew I was good looking, so I, you know, scored a lot in college. That's gross. I don't yeah. want, you know, maybe you did that. Maybe, you've, maybe you maybe really have changed, but I don't want to know that about you. Yeah. Just be nice. You know? Ugh. But so he's the first of the after-final He goes in the house and he asks I wrote down, when he goes in the house and shakes people's hands and stuff, he seems like he really likes himself, and he's fake broy with the other guys. Oh, I didn't notice that, but and that's what I wrote down. So then they, then they introduce all of the after-the-final-rose guys in quick succession um, Luke S um, is Baby Nick Oh, yeah, Baby Nick and she says uh, he says she's a calming presence, I believe. He tells her she's a calming presence. Which, that was way better than what he did after the final rose. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let's see what he does. He's a political guy. He's supposed to be really smart. So, but he doesn't get a great... In the previews, he doesn't look like he's going to get a great edit. But we'll see. Not but later. also, the other Luke seems pretty aggressive. So, yeah. which one are they really talking right, about? Right, And And, um... In the preview, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but in the preview, um, Mike Mike does say Luke P is a psychopath, right? Or pathological pathological liar, liar I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Like he he mentions the initial, but then like other moments they say Luke Luke, yeah, and it it could be either. It could go either way. So we'll. But I, I who knows with Luke? Is. I stay staying open minded about yeah. Luke. S. we'll see. Um, um, next is Dustin. Um, he is a guy with a nose ring that. Did a toast on after the final rose. He's but cute. He's cute. I really like him, but he shouldn't have worn Vans. He should have gotten some real shoes. They weren't Vans. They were Converse. All right, whatever. Thank you Come for on. the correction. You're obviously right. Come on. <laughs> um, he should have gotten. He should have invested some money in some nice shoes, and he should have worn pants that covered his ankles. But I do like you, Dustin, and I hope you have the best of luck. Uh, next is Cam. Oh, and be- yeah, exactly. Before Cam shows up, they show the guys in the house talking about how Cam already has that rose. Yeah. And what's he going to be like? Is he going to be full of himself? Is he going to be confident? We're, we're excited. They were excited to see what Cam was going to do. But they were probably disappointed because Cam didn't do a whole lot. Yeah, and then Cam, like... He raps again. Raps again, yeah. And I think in this... It might be this moment where he goes, yeah, I'm not too worried, like... I've got this saying: "ABC, always be Cam." Oh, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> this guy is so <laughs> going to be in paradise during the pod. So yeah, like initially, I was like, "Oh, that's nice." He's like, and uh, during after the final rose, I was like, "He's working hard to like relate to relate her. to her." Yeah. yeah, his rap was really great. in after the final rose, I really liked his it. his rap. In his limo, was not so great. Mm-mm. And always be camp is a little ridiculous. And then. I just feel like he's gonna end up being a little whack, a little crazy. I think he's gonna be a little whack, um, but she's super happy to see him. Yeah, she's like, "Oh yeah, oh right," at his rap again. Um, um, I we'll see, we'll see about Cam. Uh, you know, he's he's cute, but he's the least traditionally handsome of the guys. You know. Um, but he's, he's attractive and, you know, he gets, he gets in there and all the guys are like, oh yeah, it's you, you got the first rose, you know, how are you feeling? And what did you do? He said, I rapped again. And he said, I, I was spitting some bars like Willy Wonka. Stupid. And my son was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? So ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, good luck, Cam. I hope you can not... I hope you can not get a horrible edit and make it to paradise and make people smile. Next is Matt Donald. Old Matt Donald comes in you. on a tractor and he sings old Matt Donald met Hannah B or something, something like that. Something and I like hope that. I get a rose. Yeah. Like and it was super cute. And afterwards, he's like, stupid "I He's he like, "He's like, I'm sorry, that was a stupid song. I'm sorry, you had to like thank you for listening." <laughs> so at that moment, you know that that was that was like the producers the producer made thing. him do it, yeah. yeah. And then and I think in his ITM, he was like, "Well, you know that was kind of dumb, but I hope it. I hope it made an impression on her, and I can stay." Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Next is Chasen. Oh, he's the um, he's the first pilot. The first pilot, and he doesn't wear a uniform. Mm-mm, but he looks. Super but he handsome. talks about wearing a uniform. I, I think fight. he's super handsome. And he, he tells handsome. her she's a he's a pilot, and he gives her a little paper airplane. Yeah, he gives her a paper airplane, and he says something about like, oh, like I almost wore my uniform, but I like didn't want you to think that I needed my uniform to like make an impression. I on Instagram today or yesterday, whatever. Recently, I saw he did a little video and it said, Look, guys, the reason I didn't, you know, I'm really thank you so much for all your support. The reason I didn't wear a uniform is because my employers won't let me wear my uniform. And I didn't know how far I'd get, and I really wanted to have a job when I was done. You know, what, how, no matter how far I got, I didn't want to lose my job. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt for him. He's so charming. I just love him too, him yeah. and Matt Donald. And I think it's interesting their placement. Those two guys that kicked off the first night, Matt Donald and Chase M.
1: Well, spoiler alert. Right, like, well, I know,
0: but probably if they're listening to this, they watched it. Um, but you're right, jumping all over the place. I know, too. but they're right at the end. You can edit it out if, if you don't if you don't like it. But they're right at the very end of the guys. Um, so I'm, wondering, I'm hoping that maybe they'll show up in Paradise, both of them, because I love them both. Um. Yeah, and he gives her a paper airplane, and she sends it off flying. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to land in the fountain. It's going to land in the fountain. And it did not land in the fountain. But I <laughs> uh, still thought it was, would have been funny if it did. Next, though, is Pilot Pete. Our other Pilot Peter. Pilot Peter gets 27. Um, romantic gets, music. He gets the romantic music. He's wearing his uniform. He's got aviator glasses and his you know hat on. And he goes up to him. He looks awesome. Yeah, and he's the last guy. And he goes up to guy. her, and he says, "Hey, so when uh, you become a pilot, they you earn your wings, and uh, they give you two sets of wings, and it's like super exciting when you become a pilot." And I'd like to give you one of my sets of wings. Mm-hmm. And he gives her the wings, and in that moment, that's when she was like, I like this better than a paper airplane, and that's when she decided which pilot she was going to keep exactly. around. <laughs> and she she made a comment after he went in the mansion that a guy in a uniform is always hot. Yeah. And then so. when, when Peter gets in the house and he and Chase and meet, Chase is like, crap! Yeah, Chase, <laughs> you can see Chase's handsome face just, like, falls. He's like, oh, no. He's got the uniform. He's going to get that romantic music. I just know it. I'm going <laughs> Crap. So that's all the guys. That's and the guys. Uh, before Hannah goes in, we see Demi and Katie pull up in their surveillance van. And Demi goes, I feel like I'm in the FBI. <laughs> and Katie's just being normal. Yeah, Katie's being relatively normal. <laughs> and, uh, Katie goes, Let's do this. And then uh they're like surveilling and um or surveillancing. I don't know which Surveillance one. The word is. Surveillance is correct. Surveilling. Mm-hmm. Um and then Tammy goes, so someone slid into my DMs on Instagram today. Actually that's my On Social media. Yeah. Oh on social media, Some, yeah. Someone contacted me via social media. And uh they said that one of these guys like has a, a girlfriend. girlfriend. And Katie's like, oh, dude, get out of town. No way. Um, Which no one contacted her on social media. The producers knew this and told Demi to do something about it. Like, that's the whole reason. They knew this was going to happen. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess there's a possibility that Demi found out on social media, but not that day. And not, you know, yes, this was a whole setup from the beginning. Yeah. And so, um, so they're in their van with their little headphones on watching the monitors as Hannah... Meetings with the men commence. Yeah, and Hannah before the meetings with the men commence, we see Hannah walking around the pool. Yeah, this was really it was heartwarming, breaking. I don't know, kind of bittersweet. We see Hannah walking around near the pool, and the camera's the guy. The camera's kind of fuzzy and And hidden, so it makes you think that she doesn't know they're there. And you see her praying, and she says, "Did you write down what she said?" Um, she's She's praying. praying. Mm Says, "Help me to feel worthy and smart." Yeah, she said a couple, she had said a couple it steps before that, that, yeah, she, she said was... ended with, dear God, like, please let that I find the words, right. like, and a bunch of other stuff, but it ends with, please help me feel worthy and help me be smart, and I was like, oh, oh sweetie, you're magna cum laude, you're smart, honey, own it, you know? But she did get a lot of, and this makes me feel bad, because I was one of the people that dumb-shamed her. As was I. But she does get a lot of people dumb shaming her just because she's so awkward. And that toast was awful.
1: Yeah, and the toast was awful, you know,
0: and on Colton's season. But um, so now that that probably has like affected her like self esteem. She's like, oh my god, maybe I'm not as smart as I thought I was. And uh, it was so sad. sad. And I was like, God's gonna help you, girl. Like, yes, sis. Like. (laughs) And the fact that she said the prayer makes me feel like she's not just there because she wants to be Bachelorette, like she really does want a husband. I I, I think do, she does. I do believe her with that. I think she's sincere in her efforts to find a partner. Um so so, and she goes in and she makes her home, toast she makes her toast and um she says, Here's to an amazing and perfect adventure and then when she's done longer than that, of course. Yeah. She looks pretty stoked that she gave a toast. Right. She's like, I did it! Nailed oh, no, it! She, yeah, she said nailed yeah. it. <laughs> and when she said she's like, nailed it! Woohoo! You know. So. And, um, then she... So guess who takes her first? Barf. Puke. Puke. <laughs> Get his name right. It's not Barf, it's puke. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Puke takes her first. Um, yeah, he's a new uncle. His sister-in-law signed her him up. Um, Etc. A bunch of boring stuff. Anyway, he, I mean, out. he for all for all that I don't like this guy in his ITMs. He does seem like he's really either he really likes her or he's super competitive and wants to win her. Yeah, probably the latter. But he's a convincing guy, and I can see where she would fall for his yeah. line. Oh, and he tells her that he when he saw her on the first episode, he was like, "That's gonna be my wife." Mm, yeah, and I'm like, "Girl, yeah. like." He saw you on TV one time and wanted to marry you. Like, you're likable, but like anyone that reacts that way is a little crazy. The next guy, our our beloved Mike. Mike is next and he goes up to her and He tells her how down. strong she is, you know, how tough she is. And they both kinda talk about how it's um it's you can't really love someone else until you learn to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And they both really agree on that. And um, she says something she's I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's broaches a topic, and he leans in and says, Tell, Tell me, me about, about that. that. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> What <laughs> What every woman he's wants. He's asking about her? <laughs> That's amazing. Not only does he ask, but when she, you know, sits out on this little story, he, he leans in, and he listens, and he looks at her, and you, you can, he's just really, and it's really special. Yeah. it was really Clearly a stand-up guy. Yeah, it just, the whole, the whole exchange just made me just love this guy he was so sweet and like he seems like to be he seems to genuinely care and want to learn about her whereas like where luke was just talking about himself right right and that's where you really see the differences between these different guys kind of man yeah yeah they cut back in the mansion and chase him who i really like as you as you can tell um has a, he's talking to the guys about how wonderful, wouldn't it be great to wake up next to her every day? And I wrote that down because it touched my heart. I thought it was kind of creepy. Well, I thought it was. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I think any time anyone, like, expresses, like, emotions at that early of a stage, I'm like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. We'll see. Well, well, we know. But anyway, um, next, you know how they do, like, little special things? For one reason or another, a particular guy will be get the producers on his side, and they'll do a special thing for the bachelorette right outside in the driveway. Connor J wants to throw um, Lector a bachelorette party, mm-hmm. and he's got balloons. And they play minute to win it games. Essentially, they play that minute to win it box game with the ping pong balls and the tissue box at your butt. Oh, he called it the junk in your trunk game. Yeah. So they're wiggling around and trying to get the ball, ping pong balls out of the box. And he Sheesh lets the box her, he lets her win basically by grabbing the balls out of the box for her when she was having trouble doing it. And she <laughs> says, don't touch my junk. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> and um, it was really cute. And he, had, he gave her a tiara and she did her pageant wave. She was really happy. She's seemed yeah. to enjoy her time with her. So good move on Connor J's yeah. part. You, you, your headshot was terrible, but you're you're really ingratiating yourself with the Bachelor Nation. So keep going. Then good Cam, work, buddy. Cam pulls her aside, and Cam says, "Listen, uh, I don't normally kiss people on the first date, but since this is the second time we've met, I'm counting it as a second date." So then he makes out with her. They don't even talk before then. Well, he he says he asks though, "May I kiss you?" yeah okay and she says yes but it doesn't look like either one's enjoying it particularly well yeah um so he gets the first kiss at at least uh, that we see yes so because we know sometimes they don't show us who actually gets the first kiss but he officially when as far as the um fantasy leagues and stuff go he's the winner of the first kiss um oh then chris brings in the first impression rose and things start to get tense, like they do every every year. Everyone inhales at the same time. They're like, <gasps> and Pilot Peter says, "You know, if you're trying to hide something, someone will find out." Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I guess this is the moment where it goes to Demi. And to Demi Katie. and Katie. In the so van. everything I said about Demi and Katie in the van happens now. I That's was okay. wrong. I was That's just right. excited. I was too. Always excited um, when Demi and Katie. I know. I just love spring. Demi. <laughs> and I love Katie too. Um, then we see Jed singing to her um, at the mansion, and he has a really pretty voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like he's he's not a loser singer. He's a good singer. Yeah, and it was she was just she was just eating it up too. She oh, was she like was. Oh. in her ITM she said that was so sexy. I have such a crush on him. You can tell she really really likes him. I think um, he's going to go a long ways. I think Demi and Katie in the van said, "Oh, he she likes him." Yeah. Um and then it shows Joe the box king like <laughs> talking to Hannah and then you see Demi in the van and she goes, "Ew." <laughs> She goes he's so gross. <laughs> and then um like <laughs> well, maybe they'll get together on paradise maybe. Yeah. You never know. Like Carly then. and Evan, yeah. That's right. Um, but she goes he's so gross and then um they're talking. She goes he's not my type but she seems happy and he, I know he's not the one with a girlfriend. So, next. Mm-hmm. So then they spy on her talking with pilot Peter. And then then <laughs> goes Ooh, I like you. <laughs> and both Demi and Katie think Peter's a cute Yeah, both of them like him. Yeah. But he's not the one with the girlfriend. Yeah. I
1: don't and, know why I talk
0: like that. Neither of them have. It's more like, um, he's not the one with the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Scott and Demi, or er, Scott uh, and Hannah, Hannah are er, Talking and Scott brings like uh, Scott Scott's like an architect. Is that what he does? I don't know what he is. He's interested in architecture. He's interested in architecture. He brings like an, a book of interior designs and stuff. And he's like, I'm interested in architecture, and I thought it would be fun if we like planned our, our, our dream house, our dream house together. And she says, Oh, I'm I'm an interior designer. She's like, I love interior design, and he goes, Oh, I had really? no idea. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then it shows them doing this and then Demi goes that's (laughs) That's him that's that's the guy with the girlfriend and so they are like okay we have to tell like or we have to tell Hannah like we have to tell her we have to tell her and then uh Scott goes back to talk to the dudes and Chris is like Hannah he goes back to talk to the dudes and oh how did it go oh it went really well um you know I did the House thing because I know she's an interior designer and she'd be into that. And you're like, what? <laughs> you liar! You just pretended that you didn't know that, you jerk! Yeah. So he's getting, his jerk points are piling up. Like, already, yeah. Like, yeah. even, that would have been a jerk move even if we didn't know already that he has, like, a girlfriend. Right. And uh, Hannah's, like, in the mansion and she's getting ready to talk to someone, I think, and Chris comes in and it's like, Hannah, I uh, can I talk to you? Yeah. And she's like, oh, Yeah and everyone gets kind of like nervous. They're oh like, my oh gosh, you're like, "Oh, what's they're happening?" They're like, "Oh no, this oh, isn't no. Normal. Is it what's happening? And then um Hannah goes uh, and talks to Katie and Demi and they're like, "So, uh, what did you think of Scott?" And you can tell Hannah wasn't really that into him, but she was like, "He was like oh, he's nice. nice." He's yeah. nice, I guess. It wasn't like she was like super like into him. Oh, he's great. He's dreamy. Yeah, no, was, he's yeah. nice. He's okay. So there, it wasn't even a big loss for mm-hmm. her anyways. But, um, still disrespectful, though. But Demi goes, well, uh, someone told me that he has a girlfriend at home. And Hannah's like, ah, what? What? I, and she's like, I, and Demi's like, I just wanted you to know, like, you deserve the right to, like, fix this. And she's like, well, what do I do? And she's like, well, like, confront him or something. Get him, girl! Or, and so, again, I'm uh, just getting my, my voices. And then, then Hannah goes inside, Get it, girl. and she like struts in, and she's like really, really pissed. And she Scott's like talking to some random dude, and she goes, "Scott, we need to talk now." And, and all the dudes go, "Oh!" And he's walking along behind her, and he says, "Is this a good talk?" And she's like, "Probably not." <laughs> and so then they sit down together, and she's like, "So." Like you seemed really nervous today and uh, I thought that was just cuz like it's a nervous thing meeting like coming on this and do like meeting the bachelorette and stuff but it also could have been because you were nervous because you have a girlfriend and, and he, you were lying he denies it he's like what well, I don't have a girlfriend yeah and he's like, he's totally, he starts to sweat. He clears his throat. He's avoiding he's eye doing, contact. Yeah, he's avoiding eye contact. He's doing all the things people do when they're lying. Yeah. And she goes, so you weren't just with your girlfriend on Monday? And he was like, well, I was with a girl on Monday. What? What? And, um, which I guess was the day before like, they left or something. I don't know. It was the Monday of this week that they had met. And so he keeps denying it for a little while, and then finally he says, basically, yeah, well, okay, so We yeah, were dating, we, but we, I, I knew. not want to marry her. I don't yeah. want to marry her or anything. He's like, I don't want to marry her. Like, it wasn't that serious. <laughs> and like, as soon as he fully admits it, she says, how dare you come here? Yeah. And she was, like, saying all these, like, she was like, marriage is really serious to me, and you, you're obviously not taking it seriously, and, like... You come here, but you have her back home just in case it doesn't work out. So like you have her like on call essentially, her, and it's yeah. not fair to either of us. Like yeah. it's extremely disrespectful. And then and he goes, well, it's kind of the same thing. Like you and Colton, like you were just you dating were Colton just dating a couple Colton. months ago, like douchebag. Yeah, and she, she says that she says you're a jerk. That's not the same thing. You I'm not still dating Colton. Like <laughs> she says, you are such you are such a jerk. She says come on. And she says, you can, she says, you can leave. And he does. And everyone's like, ooh. And then it goes, it shows the guy. The the whole way out. She's like, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) But while this is all happening, it keeps going back to the guys that are inside Mm -hmm. because they can kind of see them. And they, (laughs) and John Paul Jones goes, oof, I would not want to be that guy right now. (laughs) And then he he just goes, I (laughs) mean, I noticed as she was walking him out, all the guys are sitting on the sofa, and, and other guys are standing behind the sofas, but all the guys that are sitting on the sofas have their hands in their lap, clasped around their sort of most vulnerable area. <laughs> yeah. And they, totally, they were three. totally all sitting the same way with their hands crossed around their They lap. looked like, like a third grade classroom when the when the teacher goes outside to like to take care of business for something for some for like five minutes and like someone broke something and then the teacher comes back and all the students are sitting with their hands on their desk. <laughs> that's what—that's exactly what the, all Damn. these guys Damn. looked like. Crap. They're like, oh God, that guy broke a vase. <laughs> but when she does come back to tell them what happened, they all stand up immediately, which is classy. That's what you should do when a woman enters a room. You should all stand up and give her your attention. And she tells them what happened and she's like, I'm really upset right now. I'm sorry. I'm, I I have to be alone for I a I need a few bit. minutes, right? And so they start um, saying, "What should we do? This sucks. We're losing time that we could have otherwise had with her. Should somebody go talk to her?" And our buddy Grant, the genius, you know, stand-up dude that he is, well, you know, maybe we should just give her some time and stuff. I don't know. She's I don't like, I do don't. She's like, he's like, I don't think women really like it when like bad stuff happens, and then guys need like. They don't want to be comforted right away. Like, they need alone time. Like, okay, you don't know Hannah, so you don't know it. No, he's just Anything sitting on yet. the couch, sucking on his cocktail. He yeah. doesn't want to make the time to go talk to her. So. But the person that does. I hope he goes home next week. The person that does um, comfort her mm-hmm. is Luke. Puke. Luke gets mm. up and he goes and he says, Hey, like, how are you doing? And she's like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm just really cold. <laughs> He's like, hey, do you want to like sit and talk? And she's like, yeah. And then they go and sit. And she's like, oh, I'm freezing. Yes. Like, she's she, she keeps telling him that, like, how cold she yeah, is. Yeah, we're sitting on the and couch. And he's like, like I'm not all dang, of us on the like, couch are going, give him, give her your jacket, dude. Give like, why? Jacket, you give you she's idiot. basically begging for your jacket. Like, well, I mean, I will say that he did take her over to the fireplace. So at least he did that. But, dude, take off your damn jacket and give it to the woman. Yeah, it was really, it was really, really, and you know that a bunch of these guys would have given her, or given her their jacket, like Mike, Peter, Peter, Garrett uh, even, probably Jed. Yeah, you bet. They all would have done it. Even though Jed had a cool velvet jacket, I bet he would have let her wear it. Yeah. And, um. probably would have fit her the best, because he's not that big. (laughs) So that's what, like, all these little moments with Luke have really been making me, like, not like him. Well, but don't forget the the producers are doing this to us. I you know. Not. I know that things are producer manipulated, but producer does the producers do not manipulate him not giving her a jacket when she says she's cold five times. That's true. And, and don't producers manipulate. do not manipulate your like Jesus shower epiphany, <laughs> like, and they don't oh, they boy, don't manipulate guy. the fact that he said. Oh, they could have manipulated the fact that he said. Like you can be the queen of my jungle. This guy is gonna make her crazy and break her heart. She's because she's sweet and basically trusting of people. And this guy is just gonna—he's gonna go far, but he's gonna just mess her up. Yeah. And they talk, and he tries to comfort her, and I think it kind of works for her. Yeah, she does. She likes it. But I don't think I. Mm -hmm. Nothing he said really stood out to me. I was like, all he did was. I'm here for you. I'm not here for a couple roses. I'm here for you for the term. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then a couple other guys come out subsequent and also comfort her. Luke S tries to comfort her and Joey, um, of the weird hair tries to comfort her. (laughs) I like Joey though. I think Joey's awesome. Um, and then she's, uh, you know, after she's kind of all these visits, she's settling down. She's feeling more herself. Um, then she sits down with Connor S., whose voice is his voice. He looks like a kid. He's super tall, but he looks really young. And his voice sounds like it's in the middle of changing. It's all register wise up and down all over the place. Is he the one that kind of sounded like he was high, or is that. That's um, Tyler. That's Tyler. The okay. guy's dancing Kevin Bacon, <laughs> Tyler. Kevin Bacon, okay. <laughs> Um, but she and Connor S. have a sweet little chat and they kiss. They have some kissing going on. She leans into him, so he's really genuine seeming. I, I like Connor S. so far. I'm not sure, I don't think he's gonna win or anything, but I think that at this point she's really into him. Yeah. He was on after the final, rose. and it shows all the guys that, that jump the fence. Yeah. Shows all the guys talking about the first impression rose and, um, I think Connor S goes. Oh, I feel pretty good. Like I think yeah. I could get it right. And then it well, shows just been making out. So why not? Yeah. And then it shows her holding the rose, walking past him right after he does yeah, it. Poor guy. And he walks back, <laughs> but he like he watches her pass, and he goes, "Oof, never mind." And then she goes, and uh, Luke is sitting in the same room as Jed, and you're like, "I hope she gives it to Jed. I hope Jed, she, <laughs> yeah, like Jed, Jed, <laughs> Jed." <laughs> And then uh, she says, Luke, Luke can, can I, I borrow him? you? And the, the look on Jed's face is so sad. He, he honestly looks so heartbroken that he didn't get the rose. He looks crestfallen, yeah. It was so sad. And then Luke gets the first impression rose, yeah. and then make out. And let's not forget that the past like four or so years of The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. The Bachelorette has picked the person that they give the first impression rose to. At the end, yeah. Um, I hope that this is the this streak will be broken this season. It's got to be. There's no way. I don't think Puke can... I don't want her to marry Puke. Uh, um, but he does. He gives her a little speech about how validating it is. Oh, I really... You know, he seems... He, again, he comes off as pretty sincere in his acceptance of the first impression rose. And they make out for a little bit. And I got to tell you, that make out session seemed uh, a lot more... She seemed to be a lot more into it than the one with Cam or Connor. That's true. She was super into that make out session. And... Um, I don't know. Yeah, so it's time for the final rose ceremony or the first rose ceremony. Yeah, and um, all the there's so many men. I mean, they take up. Like, there's just so many. They of take them up the whole room. Mansion, and there's such big guys. They're like oh my Chris gosh. Harrison's. Like I'm feeling a little claustrophobic. I'm gonna go outside. <laughs> and, like I'll I'll be back to say that this is the final rose. I'll be back and I didn't write down exactly everybody who got a rose but I will tell you the first rose that she gave out after the first, <laughs> first rose the first rose of the the, the first rose the that wasn't money. the first rose that wasn't uh Cam or Luke, Cam Luke. Luke yeah um he went to our buddy Mike I went to Mike Yay! yeah and he seemed so happy he was like oh yeah. really oh yeah me? he was like yes I because I think he thought he was gonna get it but i didn't think he was gonna get the first the first one the yeah, first one really affirming when you get yeah. the first yeah and it, it like he really did seem pretty stoked to get it and he was like thank you so much like it he just looked and he looked really surprised yeah. too yeah i think mean, he was like he I, i'm sh- he's smart i'm sh- i'm sure he probably would knows how people of color usually how far people of color usually get on this show right. so he was probably like me? Okay. Or, right on. Yeah. I'm here for this. Right on. Yeah. Um so you know, she goes through picking all her guys and they show the ones that are nervous. Um Kevin I hate, a, I hate when they get this nervous on night one. I'm like, Well, they invested a lot of money in their clothes and took time off work and everything. It's kind of yeah, a big deal. Like I I get that, but also don't complain about her choices because this is still about her. That's you know? true. I get I get that. Um so they show Kevin saying, I'm afraid I'm going to go home, but he gets a rose. He's a good looking guy. Matt- Which one's Kevin? Kevin's the one with the light eyes, the, the white scruffy guy. with the, He's big and he's got light eyes. I know, he's not super memorable yet. But yeah. He's cute. He's I handsome. don't know what this could be. This could be anyone. He's handsome. And then they show Matt Donald saying, man, you know, I hope I get a rose. I lost, I've been losing sleep over this. And then when Kevin gets his rose, he looks super relieved um in the middle of the rose ceremony i wrote with an exclamation point why grant why did she pick grant i don't know there were so many better guys than him yeah there were so the very last guy to get a rose well okay so the guys the guys that are left at the final rose chris harrison comes out and says this is the final rose and the guys that are left at this point are brian Chason. so brian's the math teacher that mom likes Hello. Jason's the cute pilot That's, that mom likes. That mom also <laughs> likes. That didn't wear his uniform. There's Matt Donald, who mom loves. <laughs> there's Joe the Box King, who I find entertaining. See, they're in they're in columns because I like these guys, but not these guys. And then there's Hunter, Ryan, Thomas, and uh, John and Paul, Paul Jones check. are the ones that are left at the end of the final rows. And you're like. You're like, oh geez, I don't know which guy I wanna have this. I don't wanna lose John Paul Jones because he's gonna be entertaining, but I love you Chasen and Matt Donald especially. And I really like Brian and Joe the box king. Yeah, and you're like against Hunter Ryan or Thomas either. You're like you're like, you know that Matt Donald should get it, and you're like, Matt Donald is probably one of the most genuine people here. Uh Uh-huh. And like he should be the one to get why? this final rose, why but also why did it over Matt Donald? Why did Grant? Get um, it? I'm know. still talking about. Okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but <It> sad. <laughs> I know. But you're like Matt Donald should get it, but also I really want to see more of John Paul Jones just because he's already so funny. Yeah, John Paul Jones gets it. Matt Donald doesn't, and I think Matt Donald needs a happy meal. I do too, because I Matt, think Matt Donald and McDonald's. Uh, You know, I told you, I I, I get it, yeah, stupid, I thought it was funny, (laughs) anyways, go on, on. (laughs) apparently Chasen and Matt Donald have formed like a post-show friendship, and I saw, I told you I saw Chasen's Instagram post, but I saw Matt Donald's Instagram post too, where he came out and said, thank you so much to everyone's for support, I really, really, really appreciate that you guys really wanted Chasen and me to, you know keep going on the show and etc. So it seems like those two are the ones that have the biggest investment in the fan, you know, the fans have invested in the most that may be going to paradise. I hope so. Cause I'd like to see both of them again. And I bet you Joe, the box King, just cause he's so gimmicky. He'll end up to uh, end up there too. Yeah. They, um, they d- definitely do have a tendency. They usually just pick like one, or, one two or two people. Yeah. I can't imagine, but she had such bad picks in my opinion. We don't. We still don't know them that well yet. I know, but neither is so, she because they said on the show that because of the Scott thing that they a lot of them didn't even get to talk to her. Yeah, which isn't cool. Night no, one, everyone absolutely. should get a chance to talk to her. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, that's true. Night one, we never really there's never really been a case where the per, the lead isn't able to talk to every single person right. before choosing. But that, that doesn't seem fair. Justice for Matt Donald. So, yeah, that's so. That's what happened. That's what happened. Um, and then we see a preview. It's fairly long preview. It looks for like next, it's going to be for pretty, the rest a, of the season. A pretty good season. Yeah, it does look like there's going to be some pretty significant. There's drama. there's lots of Mike in the mm-hmm. trailers, which I'm pretty stoked about. Lots of Mike, lots of Jed, a fair amount of Garrett, a lot of Luke P. Which one am I missing? Oh, Peter. Um, P- uh, and Peter and Ty- Tyler. And Tyler C. Right. So a lot of those six I think there were. was more of Tyler C. than Garrett. I- Absolutely there yeah. was. And Connor, Connor got in there a little bit, too. Connor C. got in there a little bit, too. I think that's his name. Um, but yeah, mostly those. We saw most of Luke P., Jed a lot, Peter, Jed Mike, a lot, Mike a lot. And Tyler C. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. But it's pretty exciting. So at this, okay, at this point. Do you want to have a winner prediction? I do. I want to have a top three prediction. But first I want to have, I want to know who your favorite is so far. My favorite of all of them, um, probably Pilot Peter. Okay. How about you? My favorite's Mike. I do. I love Mike. But I like Peter also. Mike and Peter are probably my two favorites. And throw Jed in there and that would be my three favorites too. Yeah um least favorite just for giggles oh least favorite is um oh boy that's a tie between grant and puke sorry i mean i know luke Luke p is you know he's gonna be trouble but grant just rubs me the wrong way so sorry, sorry grant maybe you're a nice guy just gotta maybe the producers are manipulating you and you're awesome but from what i see uh -uh. (laughs) um who are your top three you want to do top four like hometowns or just top three. Uh, sure, well, let's do top four. Okay. Um, boy, let's see. Jed, Peter, Connor, C. Oh, not Connor. Sorry, Tyler. Jed, pilot, Peter, Tyler, C, and probably puke. With Mike coming in fifth. I think, I think for sure, I think for sure, Jed and uh, pilot Peter, Peter. Yeah. are in, are in the top four, um, probably. Oh, no, Kevin Bacon. No, Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Probably Kevin Bacon. Um, and hopefully Mike. Hopefully Mike. I love Mike. And potential bachelor choice? Uh, I think Mike or, and depending on who she chooses, because that obviously it rides on that, but probably between Mike and Peter, if Peter doesn't win. If Peter doesn't win. I would say that's a good choice. Yeah, I would probably go there too. As of now, obviously, right. it's too early to really make any judgment. But yeah. that's our episode one. But we'll Ty- see how our I think Tyler C. is changed. also a potential Bachelor because he is the most popular one on Instagram so far, as far as I've heard. Mm-hmm. And the producers pay attention to that kind of crap. Do they? Yeah. Uh, I don't think they do because they've picked, no- they've picked people nobody wants for Bachelor for the past, like... Two or three seasons. Colton has a huge social media following. He does now because the season was good, but nobody wanted him to be Bachelor. Yeah, I know a lot of people were upset about that. Luckily, it turned out L- Nobody wanted Nick to be the Bachelor. Nobody wanted Ari to be the Bachelor. And nobody All wanted right. Colton to be the Bachelor. They they are aware of what's popular on social media, but they don't care. They Fair do enough. whatever works for them. Fair enough. Although they do always go on Twitter before the next season and say who do you want for bachelor so i think they do they listen. never listen to those yeah it, but yeah so that was the first episode so that's what's going on thank and you guys their um parting shot you know how they always do a funny thing at the very end they shoot. oh yeah <laughs> chris Harris, chris harrison was out in the driveway with his um broom and his what are they called the things that you pick up stuff with Dustpan? Dustpan. His room and his dustpan. <laughs> Thank you. Picking up. You're the one who's OCD. I you should know that. Yeah, I should. Picking up um, Joe the Box King's mess that he left behind. And he, they had to bleep him several times because he was really pissed about. Yeah. You know, presumably having to clean up after Joe the Box King, which of course you know that Chris Harrison doesn't really have <laughs> to But it was funny. Yeah, so that's All everything. Right. And this episode's um, probably going to be because it was just yeah, we're meeting all the guys. It is long, and it will also probably be. Um, we're working on bringing stuff like new new things to the table. Yeah, but I'm sorry we're late this week. I was out of town until Thursday late, and um, we're we're doing the best we can. We'll, yeah. we'll be more timely once Ariel's out of school, and now that I'm back without um, further delays or departures yeah so we um will be making better and more uh, prompt episodes in the future i have finals this week so i didn't really have time to edit this to its best probably but when we come back it'll be pretty dandy and yeah thank you for listening thank you for listening and we will see you guys in just a A few days. Yeah. Because we were late. Yeah. But going to get through Game of Thrones here in a couple hours. And then we're all in on The Bachelorette. Yeah, that's it. We have (laughs) right now our priorities like Game of Thrones and then a little below that's Bachelor. But that'll be over in three hours. (laughs) Yeah. So by the time you listen to this, that's not going to (laughs) matter. But all right. All right. Later. Later.